Hello everyone, I'm very happy to be with you today. My name is Magdala Ramirez and I come from the Maya Mexica tradition. And today we're going to be talking again about that woman aspect in this series that we are. And I am so happy that my beautiful sister Silvia Lemus also it is with us. And we are going to be explaining so many situations that it has been happening with the mother and with the woman aspect. In the last ceremony, as I have been telling you in past episodes, the mother has been showing to us how the balance of that woman and that mother, it needs to happen for you to understand that eternal feminine. The mother has been telling you and showing you the way. You have been listening very close to the ways of the mother. The ways of the mother is the one that it is healing that woman aspect that it has been so completely massacred by the patriarchal system. And we need to start by the very, very beginning. What happened to that woman? Well, she feels very disconnected in the very beginning at the moment that you born as a woman. Many of your father's situations, they really wanted to have a boy. And in many cases and in many countries everywhere in the world, you born with the wrong gender. That's what they put it in there. So you begin to feel very... Uh, low self-esteem, not worthly enough, you begin to beg for that situation with your father, trying to prove to him that you were wor worthy, and that brought a lot of situations in your life when you feel this big disconnection within your own self as being a woman. As you begin to grow, Every time that you see in the TV situations, always was about recognizing that woman aspect. It was not honor. It was very much dishonor in every single part of the TV and in the system. And you go to school, that's what it was happening. So you begin to see that as a normal situation. When you finally have your moon time, in many countries, they told you that that was a wrong thing. So you begin to hide and feel shame for even having your moon time. Nobody show you or make a ceremony with you as we have it in the indigenous way for your first moon time, celebrating your womanhood and what do this mean? What is the power of the womb and the responsibility that you have in the womb and how to use the power of the feminine and recognizing that part in yourself that you're here to enlighten. You are the teachers of love. And you are teaching every single man that it has been in your life, including your father. But it is very, very important to resolve those father situations and understand this part in you that it will show you the way. Then your mother, 
that it was this big woundedness that it happens also in her life. Um, you know, they needed to have a man for whatever reason, you know, to survive or something. So she very much teach you how to be a woman, and it was maybe the wrong teachings. And then the story is right now that here comes the great mother, and she's talking to you, and she is telling you all the situations that it has been in this planet that it needs to go changing the script in a very very strong manner in the way that you relate within yourself as a woman as i have been saying to the men the divine masculine is also longing for that divine feminine just like you are longing for that divine masculine yet the story it is inside of you it is really not in the outside it is really happening within your own self. So there is a lot of work. Mi hermana bonita, what do you feel about this? Well, thank you for the uh, opportunity to share this um, on this topic. And to um, for those who are listening, maybe it's important <laughs> to plant that, that little, little seed of, of thinking about this from the body, mind, heart, spirit. Um, way and um, my only response is that I can share in my life how things evolved in terms of your um, introduction and um, and that not everyone has has the same um, upbringing as others and yet in spite of the upbringing of being cherished as as a woman my, my mother was raised with only boys so when she bore her first daughter her firstborn was a boy when she bore me she was ecstatic that she had a daughter and um and my dad was too because he already had a son and so i was so to speak, not not in that pattern of being not wanted as a, as a woman. And yet, um, so my mother cherished uh, that she had, she had finally got a daughter because she was surrounded by only boys when she grew up. And um, when you were speaking, I was reflecting on that, how my mother's wounding as a woman was not because she was a woman was more because she had she was trying to be the leader of all the boys all her brothers and she was she was sharp so she could do that in her own way and here i come along and i'm the, i i guess i saw her as a role model as to how how to be a woman who's a leader and even though my older brother was firstborn and in the Mexican culture the firstborn male is El Rey I was gifted with many many um, qualities that allowed me to be natural a natural leader and so my mother saw that in me as a as a woman so she prodded me um, in the in the patriarchy she prodded me she prodded me to succeed academically she prodded me to 
to do certain things that were perhaps not normal for a woman. Um, she also raised me in isolation of humanity so she could she could um, implant her values of me. And um, But the patriarchy is something that, in spite of how you're raised, you can't escape. And, and that you can't escape that um, when you go to school, that the system, even if you have a female teacher, is favored to the young boy who's, who's um, there in the classroom. So then you become more competitive with um, the people who, who have the power of the teacher's um, dynamics in the classroom. And then you also compare yourself when you grow ways as to what are the men in the classroom doing after they graduate from high school. And so I began to naturally look at my fellow students to see what the men were doing. And the men were going to college. And so I decided to go to college. And then when I went to graduate school, I had a, a girlfriend whose brother went to the same graduate school. That's how I found out about the system of the patriarchy. So um, in my own personal life, I still was a trailblazer because I was following the footsteps of a, of a young man, the brother of my friend. So um, the challenge I think we have talking about these matters as a Mexicana and a person who is in her 70s is I look at how are we going to focus as Mexica women? How are we going to um, raise our, our men differently? And that's, that's a saying I always say to women, we have to raise the boys differently. And what I found is that the boys also suffer in the patriarchy. And, um, and we, have to, we, have, we have so many frontiers to, for change. Not, and and your the the theme today is about the the role of the woman, and inevitably it's gonna it enters into that the woman is a complex being in nine in twenty twenty or twenty nineteen because we have a binary stereotype that a woman's body may may have a masculine persona, and in our culture we call it two spirit, and so we just saw this weekend, the winning of the World Cup by women, and um, and the role of the woman in soccer is trying to say, we need to have a human society that is not so imbalanced in patriarchy, and what, and what sports are paid, and that imbalance. And so, um, we celebrate that these women have succeeded in soccer, and have demonstrated to the world that the U.S. women's soccer team is outstanding in first place for so many years. And yet this woman who, who is the leader in scoring took a knee. Took a knee because she realizes that as a, as a two-spirit person, she doesn't have freedom to be who she's called to be. She took a knee because it's only way she could demonstrate there's an inequality if um, Black Lives Matter in the United States. She took a knee because... It is not the land of the free when we just celebrated the 4th of July last week. So as a woman, we're, we're caught in a very, very important time of change. And for me personally, 
I have chosen at this stage of my life to focus on the imbalance of the patriarchy. And maybe if we do that conversation as to how we can use ceremony to create harmony inside ourselves first, but to also create that harmony that will be active to take a knee, that will be active to go to those uh, detention centers here in Arizona. Um, I plan to go there where they're putting babies in cages. So um, that is that is the imbalance of the you know, inhumanity to humanity. And how is it that we're going to create children, boys, who will have a heart? We're not asking them to be women. We're not asking them to acknowledge that um, they may, may be not heterosexual. They may be uh, two-spirit, too. So they, too, separate. So there's a lot of issues for change in this conversation. Um, we just celebrated Frida Kahlo's birthday in Mexico um, with the big Plaza Entertainment. And she was two-spirit. And she was a famous uh, painter in the shadows of her husband. And so there was an imbalance there of power. But even in those years later, we looked to her as an artist she she was a woman, an example of a woman in her era, who developed herself as a woman in spite of the patriarchy, in spite of the the society's mores. So um, it's a complex question, <coughs> and it deals with sexuality, and it's not binary anymore. No, and that's the point. We gotta, as mothers, I'm using that word. Be, make space for all of those humans yes. for coming forward. Well, it is very, very important to notice it doesn't matter what is your sexual preferences. You have that duality inside of yourself. You come from both, male and female, within your own self. The ancestors didn't have this issues about it because they did honor the ways of the feminine that nowadays it is called quantum physics and this is the part that it is hidden within ourselves so even doesn't matter what is your sexual preferences you still need to make the work inside of yourself of balancing the male and female mm -hmm. but right now we do need to understand what happened what happened to the women? At the moment that you become a mother, at the moment that you feel that motherhood, in so many ways you have been shielding yourself. It's a big shield that you put everywhere, thinking that because you're a woman and because you have become a mother, you have more respect from the society because you're a mother and not understanding the respect that you should have just by being a woman. Just like you respect the masculine, you respect the trees, you respect the flowers. But that respect is not going to happen until we respect ourselves as a woman. And we respect that feminine power that we have deep inside of ourselves and be able to enlighten our masculine side, which is the mind, this is your personality, 
your personality it has become such a big thing because of the patriarchal system that rules your heart you're afraid of love you're afraid of being yourself you're afraid of many things that it has been trapping you into this slavery instead of comprehending a higher truth about yourself being afraid of love and being afraid of your own emotions right now we are in the wave in our calendar azteca of atl that's the water that's your emotional body being afraid of your own emotions because it is not being respected your emotions in the system and learning how to use the emotional body as a stepping stone to see a higher perspective about yourself it is imperative at this time you see the masculine it has also have the feminine side of them and it really is not in the outside we do need to break those scripts it is that deep heart that they have deep inside of themselves that they are also has been very wounded by the patriarchal system at the point that for them it was this thing about you can't be emotional men don't cry i mean i don't know they put all these things inside of the men too and that happens in our culture you need to check in your culture what happened to the masculine that in so many ways they disconnect with the heart and that's the feminine for such a long time we have been working in how to bring that womanhood how to bring that woman aspect of yours and it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter what is your sexual preferences you still need to deal with this part inside of yourself because the woman aspect it is the one that enlights it is the one that it is able to channel an spirit and bring it that spirit into another dimension when you become a mother but it starts by you embracing your womanhood so the sisterhood it's just way too important you see the system told you you divide and conquer you can't have your sisters you can trust another woman and the woman felt for such a long time that they could not understand that sisterhood that it is right now happening i'm very blessed to create this beautiful sisterhood of so many races so many ages and people oh my gosh it is amazing what happened and it has been for many years creating that sisterhood in a very very strong manner but again healing this part of the self it is just way too important what happened when the woman thinks that she needs to follow whatever the men said whatever the men are asking because they are wounded they think of themselves like they need to please the wounded father they needed to think that by following the priest the medicine men following whatever the men asking you to do it is the way of a woman and that it is not true it is means that your personality is not there to dictate your heart it is up to you to enlighten your personality 
It is up to you to tell your personality where you're going and what is going on. What do you feel about that, my sister? I think you share some very powerful concepts. Um, and when you speak, it's, it's very, very, uh, very important to, to integrate that and to reflect. And that whole question of where am I going? And I think that that is a rhetorical question that each person listening can can maybe light a candle in their own private time and, and reflect with their eyes closed um, on these very profound questions of the, the magic of being a woman and and that the uniqueness of being a woman and um, we're here to we're here to flower we're here for a short time and and then we're and it's over and then we make our ascension to maybe come back again and repeat the story of our energy of being on this beautiful uh, planet and 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 we can we can reduce this conversation to the very simple part of um, of, of just of going to your life with a with a deeper a deeper awareness and taking that pause to say what does what does it mean to be a woman and the context when you're in that sacred meditation time or you're going on a walk in nature it's it's a lot easier to answer these questions of what it does what it means to be a woman in this in this society and I, I think that you, 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 you shared also in your comments about the awareness of a sisterhood that is forming and, and the breaking of those rules that um, society has, has used to, to not allow women to spend time with each other in ceremonies. And so I know Magda um, and I have found that source of support by creating um, opportunities for women to gather, women of all races and all nations, and, and we gather to pray and dance, and and we sing uh, songs that are loving about being a woman in movement, a woman of change, and um, one of those songs is um, says in in Spanish. I'll do it in English. It says. May the, may the clock tower in the plaza sound so that the women may wake up to be the priestesses that they are. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I love that song. When I heard it the first time, I said, did I hear you correctly? <laughs> Para que las mujeres sacerdotisas se despiertan. Absolutely. Did I hear that correctly? And I was so excited to hear that because I always thought of myself as this mystical priestess. But when the song sang that, the words, I thought, wow. And, and, and the urgency of, of you and I speaking to people today is that there is an urgent call to listen to that clock that's chiming in the plaza as a reload de la campaña. And it's, there's so many ways we as women can find a sisterhood and there's and the social media out there is, is got a, I must receive many, many opportunities to have a free conference on the mystical or the free conference on the sisterhood. And so I encourage people to find 
find that initiative, find that way, but and also find your private way of of lighting your candle and meditating and your cultural your whatever your cultural practices are, whether it's to take a walk in nature or that that action. So that you can find your internal knowing and then create that internal knowing with other women. Because um, that gives you food for the soul. And it does for me at least. And, and, and as you suggest, it doesn't matter the age. Whatever age we are, um, there, there's an opportunity to share your life with someone else who's a woman also on a path of discovery about their inner knowing. And, um, and it's no, there's no cultural reference here. It's, it's a, the reference is just that this, you're born in this time and space where there is an opportunity to challenge those, those statements that men don't cry and that you can raise our boys differently. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful, a beautiful freedom to, to take that freedom. And, and I always, I always used to say we have to raise our, our boys differently and, as a grandmother of three boys um, and no granddaughters, I'm realizing how little boys can have a little doll to play with a baby. And um, that's a, it's a joy. And, and in my own life, I, I, I had a son and, and he had a cabbage patch doll. So it was fun. And um, I didn't realize I was being radical at the time, but he's a, he's, that's another example of how we can, as women, change the paradigm and those those and bring harmony to um to bring the balance between the masculine and the feminine in our own selves so our womanhood is 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 enlightened it is and well i was remembering this beautiful ceremony that we have in maya land and i was talking to the medicine men in there and they were telling me there are very few men. Just un puñado means a little bit of true men. You need to give birth to more true men. And I said, and I said to them, we're working on it. But it reminds me so much of Cuatlique, the great mother, that she did give birth to a grown-up man. And how do this is going to happen? When we as women can embody that true man inside of us, that true man, that that is the way of living, living with honor, living with respect inside of ourselves and outside of ourselves. Don't allow any disrespect. Don't look for the approval of the masculine anymore. But do what we have come here to do understanding the sexuality you know i make this book mi hermana sacred sex a while back and it has to do with very ancient ancient ways of the teachings of the feminine in many traditions not just ours and it's a lot of similarities of what they were teaching the women about sex people comes to me and says this book needs to be in high school because the understanding of sexuality, it is wrong. The power that you have in sex, it is truly amazing and it is much more bigger what they told you. Uh -huh. Yet you do need to awake that womb. 
and understand that priestess that you have always been. Well, we are coming into an end in our radio talk. Do you have something else to say, mi hermana? Like, real quick? Uh, let's see here. Well, I just celebrate that we're doing this radio show on a Monday, um, July 8th, and perhaps people have had opportunities to go to a July 4th parade or to spend a picnic with their families or or, or have a day off and not be with a, a traveler and in this Independence holiday. But to take this moment and this radio show to bring back a blessing for the month of July and um, and all the prayers we have for the sacred mother earth who had their earthquake and um, and is the whole global warming is happening and so that she's on fire and um, and then maybe we should as live in a positive notice to light that candle and put your use the element of fire as the in the North America we're in the summer of heat and um, use that fire to uh, feed your inner soul you are that chispa de luz you are that spark of light and go forward yeah well I want to say too that it is just way too important to recognize and to heal the woman aspect the one who heals the woman aspect it is this one, the one that created you, the Great Mother. It is our time. And it is our time to celebrate our womanhood. Thank you, Mama, that you make me a woman. Thank you, Mama, that here I am standing. I am your daughter. I am the daughter of the Great Mother, and so are you, my sister. This is our time to do our work in time to heal. Well, I'm so thankful for my sister, Silvia Lemus, and I'm so thankful for your work. I want to say thank you, Australia, New Zealand, Africa, Europe, South America, United States, Mexico. We are in our radio talk everywhere in the world. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my brother. I am here with you, and please keep on sending you, sending our emails. Remember that we have our school online, and we do have our app going. In your, in your phone, you can download it. It is called Messages from the Great Mother. Visit our website, www.magdalas.com. That is M-A-G-D-A-L-A-S.com. And keep on sending your messages. And uh, you can join our school. Thank you and Tlatsokomati for being you. Tlatsokomati, mi hermana. Tlatsokomati, Tlatsokomati, Tlatsokomati. I am you.